Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, we started off our series um, by getting the convert's marriage stories of Sis Diana and her husband, brother, Fitri Hakim. So we actually captured moments of their journey together in Islam and how brother Fitri has helped um, Sis Diana come into Islam and how his family has accommodated her after marriage. So many nuggets of wisdom in their stories and I recommend all of us here to go back to their story to listen up to them. So the second part of the, this series about convert marriages, um, we we're trying to think of how we can improve from last year's um, series about uh, convert marriages as well. And this year, what we're going to do is that we're going to take all converts and all born Muslims who listen to this podcast with us through a journey of understanding what a marriage is. And that I'll introduce our guest speakers first before going on to tell you what we're going to do today. So firstly, we have Ustaz Nasrullah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, Ustaz Nasrullah has been with us since last year. He's been on our mental health podcast. And, and this year, Alhamdulillah, I'm so, so happy and grateful that we are able to get him on to talk about marriage with us. So um, the second guest speaker that we have is Sis Siawe. I think this is the first time she's on our podcast. Is this the first time you're on Comfort Central? You are, right? Yes, is, right? I am. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullah. So, are you excited for, for your first time on our podcast? Uh, yes, very excited. Okay, happy but, to be here. <laughs> be excited, but don't be nervous because it's going to be a very nice and chill session. Don't worry about it. And we have also Sis Ashalina, um, who Michael. has been with us since the start of Comfort Central. So, thank you guys for coming up today. So, what we're going to do today is that on the second part of the series, we're going to take you guys through what a marriage really is. We're starting off today with the purpose of marriage. So what does a marriage mean to us Muslims? What it can really do to change our lives and you know, what kind of mindset we should be approaching marriage? These are some things that we'll be discussing today, uh, not just um, from Ustaz, but also together with Sis Chahui and Sis Ashalina. Because um, if you guys have not noticed, few of us are single Muslims uh, who are you know, on our way to learning about what marriage really is. So um, along the way, we'll get people of, of that particular phase of life, you know, um, either post-marriage or pre-marriage should join us in our discussion to really understand the scope of what we are discussing. So after we talk about purpose of marriage, we go into some FAQs, everyday questions of marriage. We, we will then uh, zip onto how to prepare for marriage and how to find a spouse. And then the second half of the, uh, the second last part of the podcast um, series, we'll be talking about what makes a successful marriage and what are some challenges of marriage. So stay tuned to the rest of the podcast. I'm, I'm, I have no doubt that this is going to be an exciting podcast because marriage is something that everyone loves to talk about. Everyone has something to talk about. And, and inshallah, we pray that this um, podcast series, you know, really, really helps the people that is intended to help, which, which are the converts and the bomb Muslims who are trying to understand the fundamentals of marriage. So without further ado, this is me talking too much. Um, right now, I'm just going to, you know, pose a question out to our speakers today. And uh, anyone can begin. Uh, and the first question is that, what does marriage do for us Muslims? What do you guys think uh, at this point of time in your lives? Um, for Tia Hui, for Sis Ashalina, and also for Usas, if, if you want to chime in. What do you think a marriage does for us? It helps to fulfill half of our deen. Yeah, correct. And um, do, do you want to expand on that? What do you think, like, for yourself, what do you think half of your deen means? Um, like, for me, like, like example, like, alhamdulillah, if, I mean, if a born Muslim already born already, then if they are able to, I mean, they are like, Inshallah, they like practicing. Another that when they found a spouse, then they they are able to, like they are able to fulfill that half 
then inshallah the other half is the two of them like striving together towards mm-hmm. Allah inshallah mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, thank you so much for sharing that, Sis Ashalina. Uh, maybe Sis Siafa, you'd like to give it a shot. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever we do, right, is to peace Allah. So, uh, like, Prophet Muhammad encouraged us to get married and then as a way to peace Allah. But being in a marriage means to be a better wife to your husband. So, and it's to fulfill our responsibility as well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's not easy, but uh, it's a way to better ourselves. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I wanted to ask a follow up question to the both of you guys. Um, you mentioned since Ashley mentioned um this is half of Dean and since Yahi mentioned that it's, it's it's the next um stage of life where you you know learn how to um interact with your husband and his family. Um, then for you guys right um what do you guys think um of of marriage? Do you guys think that it's important for you guys to get married? Uh, I think it's important to get married. But also, inshallah, I mean, everything Allah has already planned. I mean, marriage is important. And there's a hadith saying that we need to tie a knot. Then the rest leave it to Allah. So yeah. inshallah, yeah, I mean, just inshallah, ho- hopefully that Allah will allow us to get married to the spouse that we are able to strive together towards Allah. And together, both can go jannah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. It's very sweet. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. What about you, uh, I think it's important, but don't pressurize yourself too much. So whatever mm. happens is in the hands of Allah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. uh stay fast. So whatever happens, happens. Yeah, but uh most important thing is to be a better wife and a better person. Uh, do mm-hmm. well for yourself first and then the right person will come yeah. Mm. Yeah. alright and um, you know another segue question so in that case after you guys have talked to us you know what a ma- what a ma- marriage is to you and how important it is for you right then in that case when you guys want to get married what do you think should be the purpose of you know coming into a marriage what, what kind of intentions would someone come into a marriage? And for, for yourself, you know, when you come to marriage, is, is it really to, um, you know, find stability in your life? Do you, you just, you guys think that it's a phase of your life that you guys would, would just have to go through, you know, once you hit that age? For but you don't have to I, share the age though. That age is, you can keep it a secret to yourself. <laughs> for me, I think, I think I have a friend who, or maybe, or rather I have been like studying about, uh, marriage in Islam and other marriage but before before and after I got converted because as young uh, since young I always wanted I, I mean I will always get ha- very happy when people get married or those um those you know fairy tale they they met met their like so-called husband or maybe Prince Charmin met, met together with the so-called princess. Then I mean as I grow up I know that it's a lie like, but I mean because marriage kind of thing marriage kind of thing it takes two to you know, like to clap. There's a phrase that it takes two hands to clap. So yeah. it's not not always the one person, like, but it's actually two person to make this so-called marriage or this family works. So so I mean, after after I actually know that it's actually a lie, but I mean somehow or rather if Allah wills, it will still be a happy ending, inshallah. Mm. Yeah, then then yeah, then I always like wanted to be a wedding planner and I've been like doing weddings for my friend. Yeah, so so I think um, marriage in Islam is very beautiful because 
we have a role model, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, who give us this, mashallah, uh, stories that he had already been through yeah. with his wives. So he's a real, uh, he's a role model. So, but yeah, mm. marriage is beautiful. Uh, in a way that uh, we should always, um, in a way, I think we should as I mean as someone who, uh, still pretty uh, new to the religion, I think religion is always important. When mm-hmm. you are looking for a spouse, uh, that's mm-hmm. for me. Uh, because mm-hmm. I will want someone who uh, to guide me. Or uh, either or uh, either way, if I'm ha- I, if I have knowledge and the person also has knowledge, and we can like learn together, we can learn the deen together for the sake of Allah. Mm-hmm. Then we can like, you know, if we don't know, we can uh, like share with one another. If I don't know, he can guide me as well. So mm-hmm. it's a two-hand thing. Then yeah. inshallah, we have children and we have both have thing. Yeah, both have to like um, discuss what we want the best for the children. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, that marriage is a way for you to you know um find your companion for life, and how you guys can guide each other towards religion, and that that that's the purpose, right, for you. What about for Tiawei? What what do you think? Like, is your current purpose? You know, if you're gonna get married, I would I would have to challenge that status quo. Uh, to be honest, mm. uh, let's be realistic. Um, yeah, it's not mm. easy to be in a marriage. Uh, to be with someone for a lifetime mm-hmm. um, yeah so a lot of things plays a part like uh, while well, looking for a partner the maturity financially and are you guys having the same faith mm-hmm. it, it takes a lot of work to have a successful marriage yeah. so don't settle until you are very sure of your partner and stuff and yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a hard and tough journey mm-hmm. so yeah, so inshallah, <laughs> uh, find uh, what well, um, yeah, need to build a common ground first. Common yeah. ground, common understanding. Works to work towards understanding each other, and have mm-hmm. a common goal. Uh, that you can work work towards too. Okay, yeah. thank you so much for sharing the both of you guys, and and we we really agree, which is why we we find it important that to start our podcast series off with purpose, right, or intentions, right. And marriage is such a big thing in, in, in our lives, right? To, to which you mentioned that it's, it's half of Dean. And, and what we are doing as Muslims is that we want to complete our Dean, right? So it's, it's so important that when we're talking about such a big thing in our lives, we come with the correct intentions of marriage. For if we don't study it properly, it's very hard for us to get back on track. So which is why today, uh, we are so blessed to have uh, Usas Nasrullah with us to share with us his experiences, his thoughts on, you know, after listening to Sis Jiawei and Sis Ashalina talk about what marriage means to them and what, you know, purpose they, they, they come into their marriage with, maybe you could uh, share with us some pointers on what, what kind of purpose we should have for marriage, what kind of intentions that we should pick up going into marriage too. Bismillah Usas. MashaAllah. Uh, there was a very wonderful sharing session and sharing from all of you. I think I should listen more on your experience and because this is an, an authentic experience for everyone <laughs> to share in a different views so i think it is very important for me to also hear a lot from you guys so uh, i'm very interested in, in the way you guys uh, delivered in terms of uh, by looking at and i can really see that uh, we look at marriage there's always purpose in marriage and we very conscious that when we put ourselves in a marriage uh, field, right, we must know that uh, every now and then the, the purpose of marriage is aligned. It's aligned with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is very important. Yeah. So, and also, is it Shahi? Shahi? 
Jahi. How how do you pronounce? Jahui. Uh, Jahui. 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 Yeah. Jahui. Cut out. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, Jahui. Uh yeah. That that's that's the that's the real that's the real thing that we are faced. We we not we are not talking about fairy tale land of uh marriage kind of way and looking at it, but but the the real the real marriage is like uh you are uh, really have commitment. You really have commitment, yep. but yeah, but also marriage is something beautiful. Uh, something is beautiful because it gives you some sort of uh, protection in terms of your emotions, right? It gives you, it gives you some sort of understanding that oh, is this the love? I will not experience this kind of love unless I will be in the marriage uh, position, you know. Because when you experience the love in marriage, it's a different when you experience love outside of the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you inside, when you when you feel the love inside of the marriage, you can really feel that extra thing. I I mean the extra thing, the extra thing in terms that you can spend together, you can talk together. You really don't judge with one another in the first phase, lah, of your marriage. Because okay, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the the, the different <laughs> phases. Yeah, in the in the in the first phase, we feel like that that that's that comfortable in our hearts. In, when we experience the the love of marriage, yeah. So I think that is very, very, uh, very beautiful thing. And before we talk about purpose, right? Okay. When we talk about purpose, we cannot detach it from the meaningful purpose. Lah. When we talk about purpose, we are talking about meaning. When we are when we are talking about purpose, we are talking about motivation. When we are when we talk about purpose, we also talk about what's what's the what's the objective and also what's the destination, the the visible destination that in my heart I can see that's the destination. So when we talk about purpose, we are talking about clearing the path. We are not talking about the path that we are talking that a lot of uh, gas and a lot of gas also and a lot of uh, smokes that actually hinder us from a uh, walk the path so that we can have a better way of looking at what's the destination so when we talk about purpose we are talking about what's what's the what's the what's the objective and what's the clear thing the visible destination that i'm looking at uh, so when we talk about that we cannot detach it also from talking about our heart so our heart must be able to look at must be able to feel that okay this is the path that i'm taking because every now and then although that i face a lot of problems a lot of hindrances but these hindrances or also these problems will not uh, forbid me or will not neglect or will not uh, cover me from experience a better experience okay a beautiful way because in our daily life we cannot avoid from Uh, facing the problems when mm-hmm. we make dua when we make supplication mm-hmm. that oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I have a lot of problems in front of me it's like thousands of problems perhaps millions or perhaps more than that because it is too complicated that I can even list down one, two, three, four if let's say I list down I can really see from the point number one I can really see a lot of points from just number one although it is one problem but from one problem I can really see a lot of problems going on So there's a lot of problem in our daily life. We cannot we cannot avoid from that. But when we supplicate doa, when we make doa, when we make doa to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the thing that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala we give us that we must faithful in Him and we must believe in that that Allah will give us the strength. 
for us to go through this phase. So the problem is to put back into the context of uh, marriage, right? We're going to have a lot of problems and we're going to face a lot of problems, not just after marriage, before marriage also, we're going to have a problems, okay? And then during the marriage also, we have the problems, but the thing that will always help us to actually really internalize the purpose and understand what's the meaning of that purpose, actually. So when you know that the purpose cannot be detached by also having the problems in it, then you realize that is the purpose. Hmm. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Al-Kabut, right? Or do the people, the, the one that believe in me, really see and feel that when he said, I believe in Allah, I will not test him? Yeah, so that is, that is, uh, this is a way of looking at purpose. Purpose does not mean no problems. Mm-hmm. Purpose does not mean uh, something that will we not face a lot of problems. Okay, purpose always have the interconnection with meaning. So how do you find meaning when you able to see that the challenges I am facing right now, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will give us the strength. So the question is this: To what extent, when we face the problems, we remember Allah? To what extent that we face a lot of challenges, it brings us back to, oh, I have to make dua. I have to really believe that whatever face, whatever challenges that I'm facing right now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that when we are talking about purpose, right, we are also talking about we are very, we, we be, really believe in Allah's guidance. So same goes to marriage. When we talk about marriage, right, we also talk about, okay, because marriage is something beautiful, because marriage is something that recommended by Rasulullah wasallam. So through this marriage, that is why when sister, sister, Shalina, uh, no, okay. Yeah. That's why when sister Shalina said about the hadith that half of the deen, it means that it gives you the protection and give you the motivation for you to make, yourself closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a sense that, oh, whatever challenges that I'm facing, whatever problems that I'm facing, because my intention is very clear and sincere that anything problems that I'm facing after this, it is because that I want to know to what extent that I look problem as an opportunity for me to make myself closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, yeah, so when we talk about the purpose of marriage, right? The first thing that we need to also to understand that when Islam recommends us to get married, because Islam really wanted to say that you cannot say when you are a Muslim, you are not human being. Islam, Islam acknowledges our humanity. So what is what is the what what is the thing that as a human that we need? We need a partner. We need someone that we can talk with mm-hmm. and we need someone that can do not have that kind of a, uh, a judgmental way of looking at us that really understand us that wherever we got problem, we can sit together and we can talk together. Yeah. So when we talk about marriage, we are also talking about that Islam really wants us to understand that you are human being and Islam acknowledges that humanity in you because we are human. We need someone that can actually 
bring us together to that destination. Uh, so do not feel like when we I I get I want I I have the feeling to get married meaning I am a sinner okay I am not a good person okay this is this is a feeling of uh, something got to do with oh my my faith is not that strong enough uh, I'm not I'm not a believer of uh, someone that really love Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam no that is the nature thing that we have to face mm-hmm. that every one of us must have that feeling mm-hmm. okay but before we proceed before we proceed to the permissible love something that Allah Subhanahu wa taala permit us to fall in love okay mm-hmm. to live together with our partner we must know that we need to associate our future partner that both of us okay both of us need to strive for the shared responsibility and the aligned purpose that mm-hmm. is why when you when you is when you look at surah al-baqarah right uh sorry everyone you can just you don't have to listen to me <laughs> okay you can maybe if let's say during my 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 sharing right if there's any question you can just say you can just ask question okay yeah. because because as an ustaz you know maybe when i start to stop i uh, when i start <laughs> to talk yeah, i cannot stop because a lot of things that i have need to you know to share. so if let's say yeah You guys have any questions to ask? Can mm-hmm. during my sharing session you can just ask? Yeah. Okay? Right. So when you look at Surah Al-Baqarah, right, everyone, uh, verse one eight seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, salam alaikum. That verse actually talks about fasting. Mm-hmm. That verse actually talk about fasting. But the interesting thing is that when you read this sentence, Huna libasul lakum wa antu libasul lahun. Hunna libasul lakum wa antu libasul lahum. Anyone that learn uh, Quranic recitation, right? Before you before you read the hunna libasun, before that, you can see the symbol of jim. You can see the symbol of jim. Jim indicates yeah. that you can either stop there or you can continue. There's no preferred way for you to do so. Either mm-hmm. you can continue or you can stop. And then you have another symbol that you have kili, kaf lam ya. It is recommended for you to stop and then you have also silly right so silly it is recommended for you to continue but yeah. when you look at the small gym okay when you look at the small gym the small gym actually indicates that you can stop and you can also continue both are good and both are better so the interesting part about this is that when the scholar before they explain that particular ayah right before that is actually talk about fasting So there's a two way of looking at that particular uh, particular verse. The first way of looking at it, it has the connection of it has the uh, connection before the ayah. So when Allah Swt mentioned about uhilat lakum laylatul siyami rafatu ilanisaikum, it means it has been made permissible for you to be intimate with your wife during the nights preceding the fast, but You cannot have the in, uh, intimation with your wife, right? During uh, before the night. So when you fast, right, you can have the uh, intimation with your with your wife after you breakfast. But before that, you cannot, right? So then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala continue by saying, your spouses are a garment for you, as you are for them. 
So the first way of looking this ayah is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to emphasize, although that you cannot have the uh, have the the, 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 the special sh- session with your wife, right? But you still must continue res- responsibility to talk with your wife, to communicate. That is why the, the ayah said about the garment. Because garment, when you look at garment, right, you cannot detect yourself from using the garment, right? It's very close with you. So although that you cannot, uh, uh, you cannot have the intimate session, intimate uh, spending time with your with your wife at night, but it does not say that you have to neglect or you have to, you do you cannot talk with your wife uh, before night that during the evening, you still have the responsibility for you to still uh, talk with your with your wife. Did did this thing actually talks about? Marriage is not about uh, have the intimation. <laughs> it also talks about communication, interaction. Uh, so so that, that's the way, uh, that's the first way for you to look at it. Okay, The second way for you to stop, meaning uh, this is a different story. We're not going to talk about fasting. We are talking about the general concept. We are not just talking about during the, uh, during the months of Ramadan. Mm. We are talking about Every day in your life. So when you look at your wife and you yourself, you must treat your wife as a garment and your wife also must treat you as a garment. When we talk about garment, right, everyone, okay, we are talking about the word libas. In Arabic word, the word libas is not like the clothes. Like if you feel you want to, you want to take off your clothes and you can change and then you can take one more clothes. It's not like that because the word libas, there's a lot of meaning in libas. In Arabic word, okay. One of the word libas it means protection. Although, although that you can, although that when you wear the 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 clothes that uh, that cannot give you an extra protection during the winter, right? But you still wear it because you need that. It's better than you take off. And also, when you in a hot uh, in a scorching hot weather, right? When you must wear clothes. Although it is hot for you, but you still have to wear it because you cannot, you cannot walk without wearing clothes, right? As a Muslim, correct? So this is very important, like the way we're looking at this garment, okay? We are not talking about material form. We are not talking about material form. We are talking about the functionality, the function of that particular garment. So here, the general concept way is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to say that marriage it's about the purpose of getting married is for you to be protected and for you to provide protection to be protected and for you to provide protection so that is why before we get married we are not only looking for to be loved we are also looking for to give love so we must have that in mind sometimes we want to get married and then we will, we will think about okay i want to be loved because i need love <laughs> yeah i need love so i want to be loved i need someone to actually provide me that kind of love okay mm. yes it's good it's it's not wrong okay but you need to understand also the purpose for you to not only receive you must give that is why the concept of uh, the more you give the more you will get mm. 
Okay, the more you share, the more you will get. That is why the the the, the understanding of zakah, okay, to give charity, it is important because you cannot see that you cannot see that you will get the money back. But if you're looking at the the broader scope, when you're looking at the approach of uh, in a political system, right, mm-hmm. you can really feel the healthy way of your wealth when mm-hmm. you do that because you need someone to spend for you to. Uh, for you to look at the uh, the uh, what is it called the natija okay the, the outcome that you will get also so you need to also give something so same goes to marriage when talk about purpose right yes we are talking about make sure that you do it for Allah subhanahu wa taala so let's break down what do we mean by look by what do we mean by make look making something for Allah subhanahu wa taala Mm-hmm. So what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentioned in Al Quran, what Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explained, and then what also the scholar explained. So when we say yes, we are do it for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says is that, okay, you do it for me. So some of the verses and some of the hadith also talk about how you measure when you say you do it for me. That is very important. Sometimes we know that we yes we have to do for Allah. So let's let's break down. How do you measure and how do you see that you do it for Allah. So one of the key indicator that you do it for Allah, it means for you to also give. The purpose of marriage is for you to give, for you to contribute. The more you contribute, the more you do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So of course, when we give also, we must have the intention of I'm giving this for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will not give this for the sake of I'm I, I, I also looking that I will get the reply. Okay, I will get someone that will, will give me back how I give how I give back and I'm giving right now. So I also consider I also want that someone can also give me back. Mm-hmm. So when you say you give right you give for the sake of Allah. Either you will get back the thing that you have uh, put your effort or you will not get back, that is not our responsibility to look at that. Our responsibility is basically to give for the sake of Allah. That is where when you look at the Prophet's lifetime, when you look at the prophet, uh, Prophet's life, right? That is how Prophet behave. He will just give and will not consider that I need also to be loved. I think I think there was a story before that um, Rasulullah Sallallahu was given a, a, a bandwagon of food and was was mm. was 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 very heaping was very tall, and and he insisted on giving out everything on that bandwagon before yeah. the sunset before he was stopped you know so he was so mashallah generous. Yeah, and a lot right a lot of the stories of Prophet our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we can really see that. You have the Prophet, uh, you have Rasulullah Sallallahu before he passed on. He really fed food to uh, to the old woman, right? Mm-hmm. And during during he while he doing that, while he was doing that, the old woman literally mocked Rasulullah, mocked the Prophet. You know, I know this kind. I know this this human being called Muhammad. He was he was he's not a good person. He's a bad person. He he brought a lot of new things that we cannot accept. He really bad more for Rasulullah Sallallahu in front of Rasulullah. But she did not know that the one that actually feeding uh, her is Rasulullah <laughs> Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But Rasulullah just kept on give, 
and fed her and fed her until he passed on then also then Abu Bakar took over the responsibility Abu Bakar was always your prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so he knew yeah. that this is one of the act that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did and he continued that yeah. he also fed the old woman and then suddenly the woman started to talk back about bad about Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then yeah. his uh, her his hand become hardened he cannot take it ready and then the the one of the nation said that he fed that woman with with a fast with fast and then the woman felt eh i think this is a different hand eh? the not not the hand that i used to experience are you a different person and then the abu bakr said yes i'm a different person i i i'm not the one that uh, usually fed you the one that usually fed you is the one that you bad mouthing him which is rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then the woman cried the the woman cried so that 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 kind of behavior and that kind of uh, etiquette behavior sallallahu alaihi wasallam portrayed and delivered to us so that that kind of uh, positivity and that kind of uh, attitude and belief that whenever we do good allah will protect us that whenever we try to strive to do good and give back to the community to your husband to your wife to your children okay to your family don't say that when we do for the sake of allah subhanahu wa taala as if like we are trying to judging people we are doing for allah subhanahu wa taala it means we are try to be good because allah subhanahu wa taala asks us to be to do good of course this is not defi- this is not easy everyone okay we need we need consistency we need to we need to seek more knowledge we need to Uh, ask questions a lot. Uh, we need to uh, look. We need to read Al Quran and connect ourselves with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then you can uh, understand. So we go back to the question again. What is the purpose of of uh, marriage? Yes, the purpose of marriage first is that you believe that marriage will create and better your relationship with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Okay, because you actually forbid yourself from doing something is bad. Uh, because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam also mentioned about this when you are unable to you you have the, you don't have the ability to get married and do fast so you have to fast fast to because fast is like a shield for you to control yourself yeah so we do acknowledge that if let's say we what we want to get married it means partial or some of our intention that we want to protect ourselves from doing bad things okay but do not forget that when we do it we do marriage we want to make we we make a sentence that we want to make ourselves closer to Allah Subhanahu wa taala because when we really reduce that something bad that going to happen in our daily life it means that we want to create that closeness the relationship closer with Allah Subhanahu wa taala that's the first one okay mm-hmm. and then the second one the purpose when we say that we want to get ourselves closer to Allah Subhanahu wa taala we also talk about we are giving okay the sense of always keep on giving uh, contribute okay mm-hmm. you want to also give love not just receive love you also want to give love okay? so that there's two things that i think is very important for us to uh, ponder and look deeper about that Allah thank you ustaz um i think something that confuses myself and a lot of us sometimes is that um we are taught as muslims to give love and and love allah right 
And then we also have to love like the people around us, our family. And then sometimes we get confused and we think, okay, so if I love Allah and I'm supposed to love Allah and Allah is supposed to have the most love in my life, right? Then how can I love anything else? Because right? my mm. love is, all my love is going to Allah, right? Then there should not be any love for anything else, right? And, yeah. and this is something that is interesting because now you see from the example of the Prophet of Islam and also all the different Nabi and all, all the different pious priests that we have, you see that when they love Allah, when their love for Allah is so intense, it gives them more love in their hearts to love the creations of Allah. It's, it's true, true by understanding yeah. the truest form of love, which is love for Allah and Allah's love for us, then we are able to love creation much more, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be confused that, that sometimes, you know, when we say we want to be pious, right? Then we neglect the love for, for the, our spouse. You know, the, mm. the purpose of marriage is, is to get us closer to Allah and the closer we get to Allah, the closer, the better we are able to love the people around us, including our spouses. So I think that's a very good point. It's very humble. That's a very good point. Um, I really like how you started um, um, with talking about how important intention is, the purpose is. And then after that, talking about, you know, um, what should be an intention, right? And, and it's really true, you know, sometimes, um, you know, we have a lot of different models of love yeah, in, around us as, as, as people living in the 21st century. Um, there is like um, materialistic love. Then there are things that are telling us, okay, what, love languages, um, there are the people telling us okay, this is what love is and people are saying that okay, love is just an emotion but Islamic love is, has its own model right? and, and it is pivoted by our intentions by our, by our purpose like what you say, you know, when our purpose is for the sake of Allah it doesn't change it, the thing that doesn't change will help us and anchor us when, when calamities come when challenges come when we don't feel love for our spouses we, don't, we, we realize that we don't marry them not only because we love them we marry them because we are doing it for the sake of Allah that's the importance of intention. It helps to bring us back to the fact that we married this person for the sake of Allah. Even though there are bad times, this intention doesn't change. You know, then, then I think knowing this, knowing having a good purpose is a very important part of staying married and not, um, not eventually ending up in a divorce. So that's the importance of, of purpose, right? And then you mentioned, you, you moved on to talk about, you know, what a purpose really is. And you, you mentioned two things that, that we should be, um, you know, um, conscious of when we talk about purpose, right? And everyone will take something away from this podcast um, in the way that they interpret this podcast, right? We, we will take away something, um, maybe we've listened halfway and it really, you know, um, relates to how we're feeling. But ultimately, you, you, must know, you must know how to identify our, our purpose as being for the sake of Allah. That is something that is important and, and Ustaz, you've shared about that as well. So I think that, that's a very good... Um, encapsulation of the discussion and i just like to ask one or two more questions before we end the podcast and the next question is also to start and this is something that i guess myself sis ashalina and sis jahri like to know um for you uh, as a married man alhamdulillah um what did a marriage do for your life mm. for me myself it gives me confidence inshallah you get so yeah give me confidence because uh, i have a different background of course Okay. Uh, I'm kind of person when I was uh, in teenager. I, uh, I I feel uncomfortable with women. <laughs> don't tell me what happened. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel uncomfortable to talk with with, with them. Okay, I feel uncomfortable. So when 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 after I get married, I I feel more confidence in terms of interacting with everyone. Yeah. So uh, how do I feel comfortable? Because uh, I I kind of person who don't talk a lot. Sidik, <laughs> I don't I don't talk a lot. Yes, I, I love to read books. I, I love to talk with my teachers, but to have a, a lot of conversations other than my teacher and also uh, reading books, I, I don't talk a lot. But with my wife, I learned to 
to speak up. Mm-hmm. I learn to express my feeling. Mm-hmm. I learn to clarify things. I learn to make my my thoughts more more clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she kind of person uh, who actually love to uh, hear and listen my 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 problems mm-hmm. and also my thoughts, my feelings. Uh, so uh, it give me a confidence for 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 me to know what's the thing that I need to improve on. Yeah, and uh, because. When 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 uh, when I get married, right? One of my intention is that I need someone that can correct me. Mm. I need someone that can correct me. I need someone that can give me feedback. Right. Because I know I I I, I as human being, right? As a man, of course. Okay? Mm-hmm. Perhaps I'm looking at uh, a certain angle. So I need I need certain uh, certain way of looking at it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. after I get married, and when I talk with my wife, right? Uh, it gives me confidence because now I have more views that I can look at to be to, to consider also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that communication with my wife really helps me, and he she also talk about hey sometimes you share things right so people may see like I am ustas I always talk people will listen okay but with my wife it's a different thing my wife <laughs> will, will look at me that maybe you can also talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you can also talk about that. Yeah. So someone that uh, really near with me when 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 express something, right? We can we can hear more and mm-hmm. we can listen more. Yeah. So, uh, Mary, my 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 experience of getting married is that uh, it really give me confidence because mm-hmm. now I can talk, I can have a communication with with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, Ustaz, for for that sharing. Um. I think all of us, especially for converts, um, when we look at what we have around us, right, the people we have around us, I think one of the biggest things we want to have in life is to get married. Then, then we will be surrounded by Muslims in our family, right? And I, I guess to to extend, practicing will also be easier when you're in, in a Muslim family. So I think, especially for myself, I look forward to getting married because that, that is when I get to wake up together and have a subo jama and can pray in congregation for subo. That's when Allah, I become the imam. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I can, you know, iftar together with my family, cook together, something that we, we, we always look for because we don't have, right, since we were young, um, we, we don't have the experience after we take our shahada to, to really live within a, you know, born Muslim family and we see so many of our friends around us doing that. So, um, mashallah, it's really a blessing and, and it's, it's refreshing to know that this is your experience and mashallah, I wouldn't have known that you didn't have no confidence in speaking from hearing you talk in class. So, mashallah, <laughs> thank you for sharing that with us. So, as a, as a way to conclude the episode, um, I'd like to segue back to Sis Chahin and Sis Ashalina again. Um, now we know hmm. that the, the purpose of getting married is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yep. what do we can, what can we put, uh, what's, what's the checklist when we talk about when we align ourselves with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So for instance, like for me myself, yes, I know for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for, in order for me to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I yep. need someone to correct me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so so that's that's the thing. Yeah. Mm. So maybe yeah. you guys can yeah. share also, right? Like something like that. Yeah, what, what are your personal checklists like for in, in terms of like <laughs> intention coming into marriage? Ashalina is nodding, so I'm guessing she already has an answer. <laughs> okay, Tafadol is this. Sister Bishe. <laughs> and Chahu is interested as well to know her answer. So yeah. To me, yeah, yeah, I think I think I think I I mean I've been to a lot of like marriage courses right I mean those mm. like not really marriage learning course but those talks about marriages they always say that oh you need to have a checklist and, but before that you need to have an intention first and you need to have a checklist of 
what kind of husband that you want or what, what kind of marriage you want in, in your life. So I think to me, I will make intention first, then uh, write a list or maybe uh, make a list in my, in my mind and then like start to maybe start maybe start fishing <laughs> start fishing or something like that and then see i mean try uh, try to talk or maybe they say this this term in arabic ta'aruf mm. uh, getting to know the person and then because initially i didn't really i don't really know what is ta'aruf because i i used to know that ta'aruf is just oh making friend like that then I when i actually yeah yeah uh, like when I actually, actually like really uh, someone really like t- asked me about tarot lah, I thought it's just like you know those um, uh, making friends or something but I didn't know that uh, there's another another part of tarot which is like getting to know the potential spouse mm-hmm. so I was like okay I was so I was like oh okay then yeah so yeah so for me I think yeah what would be one, some items on your list some items I think definitely yeah. Uh, not like shopping then, kind of items. Uh, of course, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think the pers- I think the person have to be someone who is like, uh, I think respectful. Then have to be like you know, um, like to um, like in sync with religion kind of thing. Like, like, mm. uh, we can go and study about religion together. You can talk about talk about anything like, uh, whether is it religion or anything then maybe can go go on adventure together or something like that mm-hmm. i mean yeah and then uh, of course the main purpose is to go hajj to uh, go umrah together That's the, yeah inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. So, so yeah, yeah. So, around there like yeah let me yeah sure um everyone agrees that um marriage is like a destination right and mm-hmm. it's a couple goals thing so mm-hmm. Like in marriage, I think uh you need to settle down a few goals that you want from this marriage. Like it can get very personal as an individual or together as a couple. Like, yeah. do you want to get uh kids, um complete the Quran together, pray together, and then go for Hajj, like what sister uh no, Salina has mentioned. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like achieving goals together and have that checklist. So as you progress, right, and you see how your marriage has involved and then uh and progress better and you can mm-hmm. see it from the checklist mm-hmm. yeah but uh most important thing is um accepting each other flaws mm-hmm. and you know uh correcting each other like what uh Hustad has mentioned yeah mm-hmm. so yeah you better better each other and complement mm-hmm. each other yeah but mm-hmm. most important thing i think would be very forgiving because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah people we are human beings and we make mistakes yeah so and from a partner point of view, uh, you need to be someone uh, that uh, no one can understand better uh, than your partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. so I think this is the most important thing mm-hmm. uh, to look out yeah, for uh, yeah. in a marriage. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think both of you guys brought up good points. Um, sometimes it's hard for us to say, okay, I'm going to get married for the sake of Allah. But we don't really have an idea what it is, right? So when you talk about like good traits, like for, for example, Usa's case is um, being able to be corrected by his wife is important to him. Then for Ashalina's is that it's respectful, right? Then for Tiahui is is also another set of characteristics that you want. And then these are good characteristics that would make a person a good Muslim, right? That finding that characteristic in somebody is also getting married for Allah because you love them for their good characteristics that make them good Muslims. 
So you can you can also set intentions in this way. I want someone who can make me more respectable, more respectful. I want someone who can make me more confident, um, have better mannerisms. So this is also setting your intention for the sake of Allah. So if we find difficulty in 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 setting our purpose right, and and because it's quite it's too general, but per se when you say okay, we want to do it for sake of Allah, then zoom into what you want, some specific traits. And I give this actually now for myself is like I the person has to be respect respectful. Um, because I, I try my best to like, respect everyone in my life. Uh. So like if the one that I respect the most and I love the most don't respect me back, I'll feel very hurt. So that's that's, that's my thought of the least. Like, like, you know, take it off and then I'll be like, okay, maybe laugh kind of thing. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I think these are very good concluding points um, from both of you guys. So thank you for sharing with us, you know, um, your journey uh, through this podcast and, and your thoughts through this podcast. So before I end, Ustaz, um, do you have anything else to, to add on, you know, some of the discussion points or, or we are good to end this podcast? Yeah, I think one, one, one of the things also that we need to consider be, uh, so that we can, give a be- we can get a better purpose uh, for the marriage is that uh, Allah SWT mentioned about at-tayyibun at-tayyibats. Uh, before you get married, make sure you actually focus on becoming a good person. Mm. Uh, so when you become sure. a good person, inshallah, you will get mm. a good person. So that, mm. that's the concept of at-tayyibun at-tayyibats. Sometimes we demand, <laughs> but we ourselves do not provide that thing. So yeah. we must be a good person for us to get a good person, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Alright, okay, so thank you so much, Ustaz and Sis Chahui and Sis Ashalina, for starting off our, our series with us. Um, by starting off our series with us, by talking about purpose, it's probably the most important part when we start any ibadah. So we appreciate that you are with us today talking about purpose. And we'll end this podcast by asking Ustaz to help us to recite Tasri Kafara and Surah Al-Asr. And in the next podcast, um, before we go into reciting yet, um, we'll be talking about some everyday questions everyone will have, um, some misconceptions that we have, some clarity that we need about marriage, whether someone needs to get married married or not, whether um, marriage is good at this age or that age and some of the FAQs on marriage and also Sis Tiawhi and Sis Asharina will come with their own FAQs because I came my own and these are the ones I have as a guy I'm, sh- I'm sure that as, as, as women they will have their own FAQs as well so we would discuss these FAQs and also we will entrust Ustaz with the responsibility of answering and clarifying with us so Bismillah Ustaz, please help us to end the podcast now Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Subhanakallahumma bihamdika Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alayhi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Al-Asr Innal insana fi khusr Illa ladhina amanu wa amilu salihat Wa tawasaw bil haqi Wa tawasaw bil sabab Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samir alim Wa tuba alayna ya maulana innaka anta tawabur rahim Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Amin. And uh, assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.